are listening to Peak One Sports. going on everybody thank you for tuning in to this episode of sports page radio or the sports page on the peak one sports network i'm ashton with dan uh, had to record a weird time today so chris was not able to make it again uh, but thank you for tuning in anyways make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel if you're watching on youtube hit the follow button if you're listening on your favorite podcasting app and this episode is brought to you by Betalytics. Do not bet with your guts. Check out Betalytics to get help making your picks. Use their their AI algorithms. Um, using their AI, AI algorithms. Use promo code PEAK1 for 25% off. When you sign up today, go to betalytics.com to start betting smarter. Uh, Dan, thank you for being able to get this weird schedule yeah it's it's been crazy on my end i'm I'm glad we were able to get a show in this week um yeah i know the bungalow sports uh group of shows are having technical difficulties at the moment so they're not posting shows at the moment so i thought it was very important we got a sports page out episode out uh this week but uh, now that we're getting closer to the super bowl we can talk more about our peak one big game pregame show on sunday um, that will be, will be live on our YouTube channel from three 30 to four 30 leading up to the pregame festivities up to the Super Bowl. Awesome. So a couple hours before the game and Dan, myself will be on there. All of our contributors, contributors on the peak one sports network will be on at some point. So make sure you don't miss it. Uh, Dan, what are your thoughts on this? I think this is the first big, uh, collaborative peak one thing we've we've done where everybody's involved yeah no i'm i'm pretty excited actually uh i think it kind of gives us all a chance to you know more or less theoretically be in like the same place at the same time and be able to kind of reach out to all of our fans and viewers uh, everybody all at the same time from all the different shows so i think i think it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be real interesting uh i got a i got a good chunk of stuff to talk about uh with the kansas city chiefs and mm-hmm. their uh sixth super bowl appearance i believe it is franchise history so uh gonna i mean it's gonna be an exciting day i love super bowl sunday i think it's an american holiday to be honest yeah um, we ought we ought to get monday off uh but you know, on that I'm, point i'm excited i know the technicality of it uh, but people say, you know, we'll write their senators, you know, whatever you do to politically yeah. to get things done, saying they should make the Monday after a national holiday. All that's going to do is give the banks and post office the day off anyways. I mean, I mean, let's be real. We we all don't get national holidays off because there's so many of them. Oh, for sure. For um, sure. Kids might I mean, be out of school and, you know, that's but. Yeah, I, I I always have that thing when people. I'm sure bring plenty of greedy corporations will also stay open. Yeah, the same way. But I mean, I I really I think I just want I just want it observed. Exactly. It, yeah, yeah. Just you know, just like, observe that. Hey, we don't have to be here. You know, I'm right, hung yeah, over like, and I partied hard. Right. But I'm here for right. the company. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a fun 
big crossover not you know not quite as exciting as the avengers but uh yeah there's a lot of people who have not ever spoken to other people in peak one uh and, and i think it's going to be uh pretty cool to have everybody on close to the same time i mean we'll be pe- popping people on and off but for the most part we'll be seeing and talking to people that you don't usually talk to yeah it's gonna be awesome i'm i'm, I'm excited now, Dan, I know you wanted to talk about the Pro Bowl, um, or not just talk about the Pro Bowl, talk about uh, what the Pro Bowl is now lacking, uh, because this year's Pro Bowl had a combined rating of 3.1 and 5.79 million viewers across ABC, ESPN, Disney XD, and ESPN Deportes, so four different platforms for people to watch, and 5.79 million viewers. Yeah, not from a lack of accessibility or anything to the viewer. Um, it just, honestly, watching the whole thing felt like watching a business retreat. Yeah. Employees doing uh, team building exercises. It just, it wasn't interesting. I'm sure it was fun for the guys on the field. You know, it looked like they were having a, a pretty good time and it livened the game up for them. And in all honesty, maybe like being there in person and also like felt more exciting or anything to watch. But I mean, to be completely honest, I feel like I've, I've thought for years, to be honest, that the pro bowl was kind of an unnecessary yeah. evil. Uh, it just, it, it doesn't really have any like real watch value to it. There's not, there's like nothing on the line, like the NFC won this year. What does, what does that mean? You know, like you don't, you don't get anything for it. And in all yeah. honesty, with the way the the format and everything for the Pro Bowl kind of always has been, I would almost rather see him do kind of a, a pickup style, you know, pick them type game where it's like, you know, you pick a guy, you pick a guy and yeah, and play the game that way. They've done it that versus before. like AFC versus NFC. This is I the first year. Have... This is the first year they've gone back to the AFC NFC platform. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, it I would seems since they've done that, like though. the Pro Bowl games and the flag football competition and dodgeball and all that, that maybe back in the day, NFC, AFC made more sense when you're playing a full-on game. But, I mean, now it's just it's just out of whack. And not that it's not necessarily entertaining to watch a flag football game. from It's kind of like backyard football but i think they're just doing it too and i i think the transition we've seen where they're getting rid of tackling they're getting rid of kickoffs they're doing all this like they might as well make it a tag football game then they go to flag football i think if you would just stopped and say let's just go to flag football i think it'd have been a little cooler whereas now flag football kind of it's like man this kind of sucks because we knew they were getting softer and softer every year and I think the transition that they've done just makes it like it's stupid that's flag football game. In general, that's not like a bad idea. The Pro Bowl games is kind of dumb. I don't I, I think they're trying to get too cute, like do NBA All Star weekend type stuff and um not that that gets huge ratings, but I mean, honestly, out of all the Pro Bowl or I mean all the all star major all star sports, all star game sports, I mean NBA weekend's kind of the best right oh i i totally agree and the thing is too is like i like seeing some of the skills type stuff right yeah but 
if I'm being completely honest, like, I don't know how much of it you actually saw or anything, or like if you caught any highlights, but um, they even did like a, like a long, like they, they did like a long snap competition um, where really the main one that I had caught uh, was Travis or not Travis, Jason Kelsey went up and the goal was to long snap about, about 10 yards. um, The ball through a hole in, in the wall. And I was like, man, do you know how difficult that is? And it was like, Kelsey only tried to snap for the center five hole. There were a couple that were like off center and things like that, which I felt like I I didn't necessarily understand because there aren't a whole lot of like play styles or anything where you're going to snap like that far to the left or right or something. So it just, it didn't seem like terribly practical and it just didn't, to be honest, it wasn't even all that necessarily like fun to watch while he was like doing it. Cause I mean, he sat there and snapped balls for 60 seconds. He made one. And I mean, I like Jason Kelsey, you know, and like, but, yeah. and it was the same thing with like the, the long throw that some of the quarterbacks were doing, they yeah. were trying to like, you know, drop the ball in the bucket, but it was like, nobody could do it. And it's like, honestly, if we're doing this, I want to see skills that guys can do, not skills they can't do. You know what I mean? Same thing in like the, the NHL, uh, when they do their all-star, uh, the trick shots or whatever it is on the targets in the corners, man, when I watch a guy like hit all four or five of those targets and four or five shots i'm like damn that that took some skill you know it feels like when i watch a quarterback long bomb a ball toward a bucket that he can't make it into it doesn't it doesn't feel very skillful it's yeah i mean even though they're getting it infinitely closer than you know your average person could sure but exactly they're not making it so it's like watching a half court shooting contest like if you make one out of 10 or two out of 10, that's really impressive, but you're missing most of them. Maybe unless you're Steph Curry, but so I, again, the, the, the flag football aspect of it's not, not terrible. If you have that as like the game, cause it's hard to do flag football either. Yeah. Because it it helps take some of the injury aspect. out of Exactly. And it's like a basketball game. You can have a real basketball game because there's not much. You're just, toning down the effort baseball game same thing football you can't but i think they should do a better job of building towards do like i mean the equivalent of like a dunk contest would be get dak and cd lamb or just whatever quarterback and cd lamb to do the craziest possible catches or something like that like you'd have to put yeah. something in there to make it you know a little more entertaining to watch but would you want rather watch jason kelsey try to make snap a ball in a hole or watch a quarterback throw a ball to a bucket or would you like to see these crazy catches like do it do it like whatever that cushion's called when you know high jumpers land on do that and maybe they have done something like yeah. this i don't know they, but... I, I remember them doing something like that a few years back um where it was i mean it was kind of like what you were saying i i, I can't remember if it was like them trying to do like a stunt catch and land yeah. on a pad or if they were like trying to jump for height and grab a ball or something like that um, well, I, I would like to like, put, put, put a defender in there. Put a defender in there, and they have to one catch the, the ball, and land ball with style. it, like make a catch, and that's it. Like in a dunk contest, if you miss the dunk, you don't get any points. You have to make, yeah. so you get like three attempts. The defender tries to stop them, which isn't gonna, I don't think, hurt anybody. I mean, he's not diving with him. I would say once he dives, let it go, but make it difficult for him to catch, and then have judges to rate the catches, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Make, 
maybe people wouldn't watch. I that. don't know. I mean, I, I feel like they took a good shot at trying to like make the Pro Bowl a little more entertaining this year by like, yeah, you know, putting in the the extra aspects. I mean, they made it flag football, and then they also added in, you know, like the obstacle course and Dodge you know the ball. other things uh, to get all the different points for your team that helped you know result in the end final score. But I don't know. It just it it did it. It felt like a, a business retreat, you know. Like yeah. it just it it didn't feel like it was for like fan watching, you know. I don't know. It just it it just didn't feel very entertaining. I I wish I had more constructive criticism to give them. Like, it, oh, this is how it would be better. But it yeah, just, I'm trying to know, like compare this. I say success of NBA All Star Weekend. I mean, it draws good ratings. I feel. Um, and nobody ever really complains that much about it, but like, it's such an individual game basketball where you take the three point contest, the, the, the dunk contest, cause those are parts of the game. Um, and then you, you play basically an exhibition game, but then, I mean, you just play lax defense and you see all these all-stars, how good they can, you know? Um, and I don't know, it felt like maybe you got that a little bit with the, you know, before they stopped the tackling and then all, you know, all the stuff they were taking away, which I get for injury purposes, but I, I still think the pro bowl was kind of lackluster. Like take it back to Hawaii. That would be kind of cool. I don't know. That may, that yeah. may go stick towards your business retreat point a little more than where is it like Orlando or maybe like, I know they did it a couple of years, go to wherever the super bowls, happening have the pro bowl there too i think you might get a little yeah you know just because of all the stupid events that are happening anyways why not just throw the pro bowl in there i guess it depends where i mean vegas why wouldn't you have the pro bowl in vegas honestly i totally agree with that i would i would think that having the pro bowl almost like even like midweek or maybe even on like thursday before the super bowl that might because i could be like a great way to kick off that's why i didn't watch it because just random sunday but yeah do like prime time on Thursday, Friday, whatever, before right? the Super and Bowl. Because so, there's no reason it has to be on Sunday or anything. And, I mean, I they could have contracts that I, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, like, it seems like that would be a more entertaining way to kind of kick off the Super Bowl. And you kick it off with, you know, the Pro Bowl and the skills games and whatever on Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. It, and, and part of it was definitely moving the Super Bowl back. I mean, the Pro Bowl back before the Super Bowl. Because yeah. they had people like seasons over. Why are you going? You know, you had people opting out. But when you moved it behind the Super Bowl, you had no option of anybody who's in the Super Bowl playing um, in the Pro Bowl. And, and I don't know how it was, you know, 80s and 90s, if people who were playing in the Super Bowl still went to the Pro Bowl and still played. I, think I don't they know. did back in the yeah, day. Yeah. I mean, back, you know, back before. Yeah. We started getting so soft, but Mike Webster days and Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's there and it's 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 been cheapened to be a pro bowler now because you have expanded rosters, you have guys opting out for injury, and everybody's making the pro bowl nowadays. And then when you opt out of the pro bowl, you still like Dak Prescott Prescott's not playing in the Pro Bowl. He earned it this year. I wouldn't either. Uh but he's not playing in the Pro Bowl. He is a pro bowler, but then I think Baker Mayfield took his spot. So you're having a lot of pro bowlers, whether they play or not. So I think one, it's not as like being an NBA all-star me, I feel means so much more than being a pro bowler. 
and and oh, obviously the the roster in the NFL is much bigger. You know, you need more people to fill out right. a football game, a football team than a basketball. But it just it just seems so so cheap. And I think I think there's just always something to criticize about the Pro Bowl. You're expecting it. I don't know, but maybe do something. Yeah. I know you can't do this because it's a Super Bowl thing, and you know you would even cheapen that and maybe I don't know, but. Like funny commercials, like a lot of people just watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials. They don't care about football. You need yeah. something like that with the Pro Bowl if you want the ratings to go up. Because I'm sure if I sat down and watched a flag football game, it wouldn't. I I, don't, I really don't think it was that unentertaining. I, it would probably be pretty fun. Like no, if the I had flag nothing football do, game wasn't the the bad part of the game. And in all honesty, watching the boys play flag football is fine. I mean, yeah. like it, it's fun, you know. It, it was honestly, it was everything else. Everything it was else, the yeah. obstacle course. It was and, the, and I think the in our team mind, sled. I think like, in our know? mind, we think so negatively of the Pro Bowl now. It's just always something to criticize. It's, it's very possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's mainly what it is. Because um, honestly, off the top of my head, too, I like it's not like I can ever really think of like, oh, that was an incredible Pro Bowl. You know, like, oh, what an unmissable Pro Bowl. I've, like, I've never experienced that. I've never yeah. heard that. I've never heard anybody be like, oh, did you catch the Pro Bowl this weekend? Yeah. It's like. And go back to NBA All-Star. There are times when you're like, if you missed the dunk contest or missed the three-point contest. Right, or yeah. Like, missed did, part oh, of the man, actual did, yeah. All-Star game. Sometimes they're like, oh, this is, you know, there's stuff you can go back and watch. But the only thing or I can Or even in baseball, is, you know, it's like, like oh, who, like, who won, yeah. you know, because they get home field advantage for the World Series at least there's like something on the line. There's like something like a reason to at least find out what the results were or something like that, you know? Yeah. And, and like you're saying too, yeah. like in the NBA, there, there's like the highlight reel, at least of like the dunk contest. Like, and I can think if I don't mean? finish watching people it, still talk about because it's talk, like you know? Sunday like, night or Monday night or whatever, when the all-star gate, I guess it's Sunday night. But if I don't stay up and watch it, I'll look the next day on my phone. Like who won? Like, I'm just kind of curious. It's not a big deal who right. won, but I mean, like I said, they you it was like Team Dion and Team Randy Moss. Not this year, but the, the past years, it was right. there were guys that they would do the draft, and that went back to AFC NFC. It's like I don't even can't even keep up with how they're you know doing these rod. They're changing so much, and, and I get NBA has done that. They've gone with like the the is it world versus us now for the US, young stars yeah, think, challenge yeah. it used to be rookies versus sophomores but they, they add little stuff like that but it's always east versus west uh and they and people have a chance you can actually go vote and i know you could vote for pro bowlers too but there's so damn many of them you don't it, it's like yeah you just go vote for luca or go vote for lebron or whoever and uh, it, and the same with mlb all-star because you know yeah, you can go on there. I mean, vote. I think it's easier too for basketball to add some of that kind of gimmicky type stuff. Mm. Um, I don't know if you saw, but um, they just recently showed like a interactive type floor that they were going to use for the All Star game this year, I believe. Um, and honestly, I think it's really cool. I don't want to see it in every game, yeah, but it would course. be cool to see that interactive floor for like the All Star game or something like that, or well, maybe like, even make it like a little video game style where you can make like like a spot where you get yeah. an extra point. And it's like, if you shoot from here or whatever, yeah. you know, like you get, that would be cool, you know, but it's easier to do that kind of stuff with basketball than it is to do like with, you know, football. Yeah. And I didn't, again, I didn't watch it. So they may have implemented this, but like in baseball, they were uh, picking a player and giving them a mic and the announcers were talking to him during the game. 
and they may have tried I, that. I mean, they had they had some mic'd up uh, players and everything for like the flag football game at least. Yeah, but um, but it, we're like you could see them like making the play calls that, or whatever. It's like MLB implemented that, and it's like NFL needs to come up with their own thing. It's like they're this conglomerate, and again, I get that it's football. You can't you know do the same things. Whereas NBA All Star Games an actual basketball game, MLB All Star Games an actual baseball game, but I, I don't know. It just seems they're lacking in creativity. They're trying, but I think they're trying too much and changing so many things up and trying too many yeah. new things. It's like kind of come bring it back a little bit, right? I, I mean, honestly, I totally agree. I think honestly, I think if they were to just bring it, dial it back, and just leave it at like a flag football game, yeah, you know, just just make it a flag football game. Don't just kind of put everything you know, into that, yeah, to, to go yeah, watch. Yeah, instead of trying to make it this big, for lack of a better term, clusterfuck of what it was this year. Yeah, because like, I, I did see a video on the Jason Kelsey thing. I thought that was kind of cool, but I had no idea that was going to happen. Um, the dodgeball I remember hearing about beforehand. It's like nobody yeah. knew times, and they did a terrible – maybe they didn't do a terrible job. Maybe I just kind of like I didn't listen very much because I didn't care much about it. Uh but, you know, they should have – if they're going to have it on Sunday before the Super Bowl, do like this is this big event kicking off Super Bowl week and have it in the same city as the Super Bowl is in. You know, yeah, have all these a, NFL a players there. And then you can see like, oh, look, Patrick Mahomes is at watching the game. Like he obviously isn't playing because he's in the Super Bowl. But you'll have all these other things. You know, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey are watching the the – events happening or something yeah right they could be on the sideline at least like you know whatever um i mean i understand too i'm pretty sure that they they usually have it in like hawaii and uh, orlando this year yeah. as just kind of like the incentive to bring players you know like go somewhere nice because yeah. um, i mean as as a player i probably you probably couldn't convince me to go to the pro bowl there's no real incentive you don't really get paid for it the risk of injury, especially when they were playing like full pads and everything. It just, it wasn't worth the risk. So, I mean, that's, that's honestly the biggest reason why I appreciate it being like, like just make it a flag football game and like a little, you know, weekend you say, come hang kick, out kick the off Super the Super Bowl. Bowl. You know, come the weekend yeah. before, I think it would also extend Super Bowl week by a day uh, yeah. for people who want to come see all this stuff, just because, Half the crap at Super, you know, the Super I think we got a million dollar idea. Crap. Yeah, maybe. Come on, Goodell can steal it from us. Um, because right. like half the crap, nobody no, really cares about in the Super below. Bowl. Yeah, comment down below, Goodell. We know you're watching. Yeah. Nobody really cares, but it's like it's Super Bowl week. It's the event. Let's just go. You know, all these different exhibits and stuff like that. Like, I think that'd be a cool one. But well, I mean, like when the Super Bowl was here, it it's a week long event. You yeah. know, like it kicks off like Monday, Tuesday when like ESPN starts showing up and doing all their stuff, like on location, they're here all week, you know, like they're on location all week talking about field conditions. And you can and hype, up, some, you can hype up the pro bowl. I feel like by making it like the kickoff of all that, uh, yes, you, hi you hype up so much where if you really, you know, it kind of ruins it if you really think about it, but like, there's a lot of stuff that's hyped up and you're like, commercials like commercials are cool whatever the, the the super bowl commercials but really if it wasn't an event type thing like i'm watching super bowl commercials with how many ever millions of other people or the world cup that's probably a better example 
people that don't care about soccer, like I'm going to watch a world cup and I get excited about it, but it's a soccer match. Like if you don't normally watch a soccer match, you're just hyped up because it's the world cup or the Olympics. Right. People watch the Olympics, hype up the pro bowl, make it the kickoff to super bowl week. Just start that tradition. And then people will just feel like I, I need to, you know, how they feel like I can't miss a commercial because it's funny commercials. And really it's like one out of every five are good. Right. And then so, most of them are, yeah. most of them but are yeah, like, you're you trying that really out hard. Over, yeah. Uh, and Man, then just, yeah, I, I totally thing where like, oh, That's I have to watch idea. the Pro Bowl. It's part of Super Bowl week, you know? Yeah. No, that would be an incredible way to just kick it off. Like, I think like I'm saying, like we were saying, like, do it on like a Thursday night, you know, and you have like yeah all the games and nonsense and whatever. And and honestly, I, I would I would almost even argue like you could, you might even be able to keep the same format where it's very party like and just fun, loose, whatever nonsense and you know it just kicks off your your weekend now and you, you could probably Friday reach a to... deal maybe with the uh because at this point it's just nhl and nba like can we just not have games one not that thursday you can't do it on a sunday you can't tell them not to have games on right. sundays but if you do like a wednesday thursday whatever just like hey the pro bowl is the only sport that's on you can give it some right. one yeah. one day to not i mean maybe the nfl couldn't because they're infringing on every day of the week now that you see the the kickoff of next year is going to be in Brazil on a Friday, but that's that's a that's for a future episode we could talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, speaking of the Super Bowl though, let's let's move on towards the Super Bowl. Uh, you brought us a um, new conspiracy theory. I mean, it's I'm sure most everybody will ha- who's listening to this right now has heard of this, but maybe not everyone's oh, really sure. dug into it because you've you've really gone done your homework on this That's yeah the... no i was I, I was just looking at it the the internet's kind of going crazy about it right now so yeah. i'm sure uh you know some of the viewers have, uh, may have already seen this uh but you know let us know how legit you think it is um but the taylor swift kansas city is going to win because of the number 13 conspiracy yeah uh all kicks off with super bowl 58 what's five plus eight 13 uh, I'll just be. Um, I'll just answer 11. all your questions. That's what I'll do. Right, yeah, you got this. I got uh, this. February okay. 11th, I think I know all the two answers. plus eleven. Uh, right? yeah. Thirteen. That's right. Uh, for those that don't know, right? Uh, Taylor Swift's favorite number is thirteen. I believe she's like born on the thirteenth, and yeah, she's got I, a bunch of. I don't know why, but like, I, weird... I def- I've heard that that's her favorite number. I'm not a Swifty or anything. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, I'm not a Swifty either. But, but yeah, this this is what's going on, and this is why it's such a big so deal. So you said uh, the last one was February 11, 213. Thir- that's what you said, 2 and 11, 13. Yeah, February 11, 211 is 13. 13. Uh, we'll even kick off this loose one we talked about a little bit. Travis Kelsey, 87, is 13 from 100. I feel like that one's a little looser. It's a reach. I mean, but, if you want to find something, you'll find it, but sure. Right, you'll find it, but but I like the rest of these, right? So we, we did February 11th, Super Bowl 58. Um if Taylor Swift comes to the Super Bowl to watch her boyfriend play, it will be the 13th Kansas City game that she's attended. I think I heard that this is also Kelsey's 13th playoff game. Yeah. I, I, I don't um, know. I, I think I said that, but it, there's something. It would be his 13th playoff win or his 13th. It, there's something 13 there with him and in the playoffs. Okay, yeah. And then – uh. For her, her travel from – she has a concert in Tokyo, Japan. Her travel from Tokyo to Vegas is approximately a 13-hour flight. 
The 49ers, what's four plus nine? 13. <laughs> the 49ers were also the number one seed. The Kansas City Chiefs were the number three seed. One, three. 13. And I mean, if I'm being completely honest, man, it feels like you just don't bet against Taylor Swift. So all these all these 13s coming through here, man, is, I, I mean... don't know if it's coincidence i feel like if you were talking to a police officer they'd be like oh it's too much coincidence like it's yeah it's definitely circumstantial but it's what keeps the detective sniffing around you know <laughs> right um yeah. well i don't know man it the, the chiefs have had a really down year and then all of a sudden they're able to pull i think i think taylor Swift might be carrying this i don't know i mean this is also a 2020 repeat Kansas City versus 49ers. You know what else was, that in, was you know what else was in 2020? The competition of the world. No, the 20 well yeah. Uh do, you <laughs> know what else is happening this year in 2024 is a repeat of 2020 the competition? Biden versus yeah. Trump too. Yeah. Biden I guess not Trump. official yet. I mean, it's also probably, a leap year. Like, also a leap year, yeah. So, yeah. So we got we got a lot of similarities. What was Taylor Swift doing in 2020? Oh man, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not enough. I think that's the key to all of this: is see what Taylor Swift what was happening with Taylor Swift in 2020. We'll we'll crack the code. But yeah, that's a lot of. Uh, I'm one who listens to a lot of podcasts, and there's stuff like this that happens, and you're like, they'll bring experts on, and they're like, yeah, it's kind of a cute story, but you have to be looking for stuff because, like, you can you can say take a lot of stuff from the super bowl it's like that's not 13 that's not 13 that's not 13 or whatever but you know it, i think it's a fun story you know they do crap like oh, this with baseball sure. all the time and and baseball that'll 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 get your mind if you do a lot of like with the whole babe ruth thing i think we talked about on the show before uh when the red sox won their first world series in how many 108 years or whatever what happened with babe ruth Babe Ruth's house and all kinds of stuff. It's like really, really odd. And and I feel like I don't know if there's higher powers involved to make these little comparisons. I, I have no idea. I'm not going to say yes or no, but it's just a lot of weird stuff that happens. And, and if people want to believe this or not believe, I just think it's cool. I think it's fun. Oh, um, for sure. How many shirts, hats or whatever will we see 13 uh, at the Super Bowl? Right. I mean, you know, I, our- I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's just a lot of fun. It's not necessarily any of those things. I'm necessarily like investing a whole lot in, but yeah. I think, I think the kind of irony and coincidence of the whole thing is funny, you know, and I, yeah. and I think it's worth like pointing out and talking about and everything. I don't necessarily think it's going to like, you know, dictate who may or may not win the Super Bowl. I, I feel confident that it'll come down to, you know, tough gameplay and uh, in all honesty, I hope we see like another good close Super Bowl like we had in 2020. Um, you know, but it's, yeah. it's, I think it's always just funny to talk about it. And th- there's a lot, there's a lot here, you know, it's like, man, like a, a lot, you know, so it just, it, it, I think it's funny. I'm trying to count in my head. San Francisco, does that have 13 letters in it? Trying to do it in my head. I can't see. I know Kansas City does, and I've already tried that. I have to try San Francisco. That's close. I think it's, I think it's, 12. 12. I think it's 12. It's hard. I can't do it in my head while I'm trying to, you know. 
That would be a good one, though. Like that was. Well, yeah, but but a naysayer would be like, well, Kansas City only has ten letters. Kansas City Chiefs right. is too many. Forty nine. San Francisco Forty Nine. You know, they, right. I I feel like, but that's a, that's a lot of things that. Oh, I, sure. I don't know. If I mean, it's one of those things. Like, this, had to figure this out. Like, right? You probably should get a life if you're able. Maybe it was like some genius numbers guy, and it just popped in. I don't know, but I mean, it's one of those things. I think, like, if, if you go looking for dirt, you'll find dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I still think it's kind of it's just fun. It's uh, interesting, and I mean, I'm I'm with you. Whoever actually managed to figure all these out, and in all honesty, it could have started with just a few, and then like a couple of people here or there was like also like you know yeah like oh yeah, if you true. didn't know 49ers four plus nine you know it was like oh man that's also 13 you know and it just kind of keeps snowballing from here so in all honesty between now and the end uh the end of the week when we get closer to the super bowl we might even have a Find few more you know. that pop up that all like, oh man more 13s so i mean feel free to comment the 13s that we might have missed that are you know predictable Yeah, but I might just have to take the over on this one. Yeah, no. For yeah. speaking of that, how many bets do you think are going to involve Taylor Swift? Because you know, Super Bowl they always have all these crazy, like legit Vegas, like all bets. the crazy prop bets. And yeah, like will the national anthem last this long? You know, a certain you know, over under on how long it'll last. Yeah, the one I just saw that that blew me away uh, for the Super Bowl this year: number of jets in the flyover, four and a half. See, it's and then you think it was like, well, that it's five, right? And then I'm thinking, like, do they use different numbers normally? I don't. I mean, it sometimes it's different. Um, I think last, I think normal. In all honesty, normally it's like five or six. Um, in, like in my opinion or it whatever. Like a, but there have like been trend, times though. where they only do like three or four. Um, and I mean, four is obviously under. It's like just under, but it. I mean, it's under, you know. So yeah, it feels like a trap bet. It it was yes. like the right it was like the right line I thought because I was uh, I just happened to yeah it'd be like know, how many Google it and I was like well how many have been in the flyovers over the last yeah and it's it's a pretty solid mix of like three four six six there's there's a lot of sixes in there interesting but, yeah was, other but that but that one got me too there. but honestly I would I would think that there would be at least like a how many times do they show taylor swift on screen yeah that that one has but i'm also not sure cause... necessarily like how they what's funny that, is like is uh people complain like i just want to watch the game blah 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 which it's whatever and they did uh i can't remember who did it was it like a, f a very official i took their word for it that it could be wrong but it was a pretty significant um source from it so i i believe it was right but on average, Taylor Swift is only um, shown on camera 30 seconds a game. Hmm. Where, Which I guess if you think about it, where's she, where's she going to be shown for surprises. five seconds at a time? So that's still six times. So like, I get it doesn't bother me at all. I don't care. What do you it doesn't. No, I mean, they cut away to fans and stuff all the time. It just happens to be Taylor like Swift. The family I mean, members of players and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I get it. Like if they're not going to turn towards you know people that like who the hell is that like they, they always turn to if you know at cowboys games george w bush is there they're gonna turn to him and you know they yeah they always turn to those people and i bet you lots they're gonna show a ton of celebrities in the super bowl when it was in la oh, a couple they years do. ago they're gonna show like oh look we're in los angeles look who's all at the super bowl 
Um, I get it's kind of annoying when, especially if you're not a Chiefs fan, is every time Travis Kelsey does something great, they're going to show Taylor Swift celebrating. Sure. Um, but you know, I calm down, people. It's it's fine. I'm not yeah. a Chiefs fan. I'm not a Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey fan. It doesn't bother me, but it's. I I think you're looking for something to bother you if that's what it is because let's say there's a minute long sure. total that Taylor Swift is on screen. Something has to be on screen for that minute. Would you yeah. rather watch Mahomes celebrating a random chiefs fan celebrating? Like it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I mean, in, in all honesty, I was, I was just having this conversation with my girlfriend, a little sidetrack, I guess, but it, I was like, I think it takes a really secure kind of guy. Like, Travis Kelsey, I guess, or at least what I think he is, yeah. Um, to like date somebody like Taylor Swift, because the reality is, is like she overshadows him no matter what. It's yeah. like if he scores a touchdown, they're gonna look at Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like as much as they're like, oh, Travis Kelsey, and and you know, as great as he's playing and everything, they will yeah. always look to Taylor Swift. Yeah, you can see like is and, how more popular, like, how much more popular is Tony's daughter? Just wanted a Travis Kelsey jersey. She didn't even know what team he played for. She's like, I know that's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Um, that yep. the no, amount of money that sh- is supposed that she's brought to the Chiefs, uh, Travis Kelsey's jersey sales. Uh, I, I well, I'm she also sure... launched that that girl's fashion career. She made that jacket or whatever yeah. for uh, the other football players' wife. Uh, I can't. I can't. Yeah, and that, um, but... Jason Kelsey's daughter, who's like three or four, she's signed to a singing deal or something um that not that travis kelsey's not pointing to her in any ways i mean we're talking about taylor swift on a sports podcast (laughs) not that this is moving her numbers at all shout out taylor swift if you're listening whatever maybe with roger goodell um (laughs) but yeah for sure she has definitely moved the needle for travis more than uh the other way around because he's yeah, and I mean, I don't mean in a bad way or anything. No, saying, like, that, she's that's definitely just a secure a thing. That's, star. that's something in yeah, our, and, you know, instincts that, you know, when your wife makes more money than you or whatever, that you shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Whatever, and I'm all for it. You know, I, you know, people will tell you you should care more about this or not, and I'm like, do whatever you want. Who cares what you care about? If it, it doesn't bother him, I mean, I, I don't know that he expected – when he sh- shot his shot, shoot his shot, whatever t- towards her that he would say expect it to be serious. But I mean, he knew what he was getting into. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's pretty serious. I mean, good, now. good for him. Hope he's happy. Hope it, she's it's happy. Not like whatever, he's, you know, like... It, it's not like he's hurting either. I mean, he's a multimillionaire. Like he's, Oh, for sure. It'd be one thing if you were a bum and your is... wife made a bunch of money, but just because she makes significantly more than him doesn't. I mean, they might be a, oh, I mean, he, a new a, power he's couple. He's a Hall of Famer. Future. He's been in the league 10 years. You know, I mean, he's, he's had a great career. Uh, I mean, preview to some of the stuff I'm going to talk about. But, I mean, he just had kind of the his worst season since his sophomore year. Uh, sub-1,000 receiving yards and only yeah. five touchdowns. But, I mean, he, this guy's going to the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? He's got no doubt. Yeah, multiple I mean, Super Bowls. Rumors of him with, uh, retiring Mahomes. if they win the Super Bowl. He's, like he's going regardless. He's yeah. He's in the conversation when you talk about top tight ends. I mean, there. I mean, there's no way. Um, so I mean, 
good on him, and he's playing well, and we'll, we'll see what happens for them come this weekend and Taylor Swift, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And, and real quick, and then we'll talk about it, a couple of quarterbacks because we've been on a streak lately where we talk about possible moves in the offseason for the NFL, and right after our show uh, premieres, though, you know, those are answered, which, you know, is what it is, at least right. it's not before. And, you know, at this point, they may already be decided by the time we post the show. But uh, a couple oh, of quarterbacks. Yeah, what was it, last week, Dan Quinn went to Dan Quinn Washington, Washington the day uh, after. Yeah, right after. Yeah, <laughs> the day after our show. Um, so let's see if we can get some money for uh, a couple of quarterbacks. I know you had some notes down that you want to talk about. Uh, some relatively high profile quarterbacks. I mean, it's it's not Patrick Mahomes, but uh right. yeah, quarterbacks that mean a lot to their franchises right now that could be making a lot of money or or not. I mean, they'll probably make a lot of money one way or the other, but are they gonna get extensions, re signed, uh one possible trade that we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, uh yeah. I guess the first one we can kind of kick off with uh Baker Mayfield. Uh, was pretty open at the Pro Bowl and everything about wanting to resign with the Bucks and everything. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, so Baker Mayfield coming off that one-year deal that he signed with Tampa Bay, um, which was incentive-heavy, like very incentive-heavy, and coming off the season and everything, Mayfield made like four million dollars in incentives. Yeah, being like, uh, what uh, he had to play like a certain percentage of offensive snaps. He totally yeah. did that. He had to come in at, at like a top 10 quarterback in passing yards, which he did. I think he had to come in with like top 10 touchdown passes, which he did. Um, just crazy amount of money that he made in his incentives. And honestly, good on him, you know, like way to like bet on yourself and then make it happen, you know, like, yeah. Um, so I, honestly, I, I would be surprised if Tampa Bay didn't re-sign him to something. I'm I'm thinking something like a three-year, eighty million dollar type contract, um, possibly more incentives, uh, that kind of deal. Uh, but I mean, he's it seems like he's earned it. I mean, he he took a Tampa Bay team that was expecting to not do anything. I think they yeah. were completely fine with bringing in Baker Mayfield and like missing the playoffs, and mm -hmm. that was just not the case this year. I mean, they. They went to the playoffs. I, I think they lost that first round, but um, no, they beat the Eagles, so they lost. To the no, line. that's right. That's right. So. They beat the Eagles, and and then they lost. So I mean, even getting the the playoff win is a is a big deal, and you got that out of Baker Mayfield. You know, I mean, I, I feel like you got a good building block in Mayfield. I think he deserves. I mean, at least like a two year. I'm thinking three year though, um, and you can probably do like a a lower guaranteed amount. Yeah, and uh, pretty close, pretty similar to what happened with Geno Smith. Kind of, he just has one good year, and then yeah, he gets kind of. he gets paid a lot. Uh, but the thing with Baker, though, is like he's shown he can be successful, like very successfully played. You know, had a lot of good years with the Browns. Whereas Geno Smith, he never really had great years. He just kind of chugged along as a backup quarterback, kind of a bust, uh, and then had a great year for the Seahawks. So I think. You know, I think you're right on with that three-year, eighty million, something around that. I wouldn't be surprised if he'd made more. Um, somebody's going to pay him if the Bucks don't. I'd be surprised if the Bucks don't, because that's kind of what you just do uh, in football. Overpay would it'd probably be more than he's worth. Like I, I, 
I don't know that Baker Mayfield can duplicate the season again and again. Um, but yeah, that's what makes he's me kind of nervous about offering him anything more than than three years. I think um, is is just his kind kind of like what you said. It it could be a very like Geno Smith type situation where like I mean Geno's had like a couple of good seasons in there. He's also had some like really bad pedestrian yeah you know seasons that just were not very helpful for for his team you know in the any in any instance yeah and and Uh, tampa's not in a position where they're expecting to win a super bowl so it's not like like hey we'll just pay him hopefully something comes out of it if it doesn't it's not like we ruined this window we had to win a super bowl or anything i uh, i think he'll stay with the bucks also yeah Similar situation, I got Kirk Cousins with the Vikings. Yeah. Um, I like Kirk Cousins. Um, He's a safe quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, he I think he likes it in Minnesota. I think Minnesota likes him. Uh, he, you know, obviously he didn't really have the season they were hoping for this year. Um, yeah. Coming off a, a pretty heartbreaking season uh, well, the year before. What's going for him, though? Uh, what he has going for him, though, is he got hurt and the team just couldn't. But I know they won a few games, but it was like their quarterback play was yeah. subpar. They try to get a different couple of quarterbacks. And, and I think that puts it in Minnesota's mind that without Kirk Cousins, like you'll probably, you know, win nine, ten yeah, games. Yeah, you're starting over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know that you have a great chance, great chance to win the Super Bowl, but, uh, you know, in that division where i mean that's a competitive division now where the lines just won there seem to be good going to be good for a while because they have a lot of cap space the packers came out of nowhere now and jordan love seems like the quarterback of the future uh i know we'll talk about the bears here in a minute but you you have a choice to make like do you want to start over because they um that's two teams that are probably going to be on the up for the next decade and uh I can, I can understand you thinking, I don't think Kirk Cousins is the guy, but, um, I mean, he's not, not the guy. Yeah. He's not, not the guy. And I, I don't think you had bad enough, a bad enough season to really draft the guy where he's shown that he can be really good. And maybe you can slip in and win 11 games a season, make a wild card. Yeah. Make it. uh, Well, and not only that, but, but, uh, I got, Kirk Cousins under kind of a similar thing as Baker Mayfield. I got him for like a two-year, eighty million uh, deal. But the reality is, is like you could you could bring back Kirk Cousins. He's, for lack of a better term, good enough. And you could focus your draft on getting guys to like help him out. You know, like help solidify that O line a little bit. Maybe get yourself a another you know young receiver or something like that. Maybe even help out your defense or something, you know. But you can definitely spend that those draft picks on something more valuable to you and your team than a quarterback, you know. Yeah. And it's all and it's always going to be tough to bring in a rookie quarterback and expect them to win in the NFL anyway. So I, I think it would be much better for the Vikings to just sign Kirk Cousins, so like a a, a short two year deal. Um, honestly, I mean, maybe you even get him to do a one year deal. I'm not sure he would go for that. Um, yeah. I'm sure other teams would offer him two or three. Um, 
So, you know, if you're, if you're the Vikings and you're trying to play it safe here, I think two years is probably the way to go. But you're going to pay him. You're going to pay him. Uh, but that'll send us over to the Bears, where I think they ought to just trade Justin Fields. Like, yeah. this is a player, this is a guy that's just not working out uh, the way you wanted him to. I don't know if he's necessarily, like, not an NFL quarterback. Um, but Maybe I feel like you could. A rough situation, a bad situation in Chicago. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm almost tempted to see, like, maybe maybe you send him to Vegas. Maybe you trade him to the Raiders for a couple of picks. They got uh, a second and a seventh round pick this year. Uh, they yeah, could probably I, trade for, for Fields, and that would help them with their Jimmy G situation. You could maybe even yeah, trade I think Jimmy Fields G. has a future in the NFL. I mean, yeah. he's shown Yeah, I almost flashes. agree. He's shown little flashes. I think you can get some value from him. Obviously not what you, you know, you're not going to get your draft pick back uh, or anything close to that value. But I mean, you're about to the point where you have to pay him. And I know you're, you're saying, well, he hadn't done all that much for you, but what if he has a pretty decent year this year? Then you're like, well, damn, is, is this him? And now you have a big a big contract year. I mean, do we want to pay him now? Are we going to make that mistake, or possibly make that mistake? I think trading him if you can get the right, you know, the I wouldn't even say a haul for him because you're probably not getting more than a couple of picks anyways. But yeah. um, trading him might be you know their, their best scenario right now. Now that they, I mean, they're rebuilding and again in a same division, the NFC North, where you're clearly far behind the other three teams. Yeah, no, the Bears and the Browns for like the last five years, it feels like, have just always been in this kind of building scenario. Unfortunately, it felt like like this was going to be the years that, that the Bears had kind of figured it out and put it together, and they were going to finally have like that team that they were ready to, you know, start sending to the playoffs and everything. And I, I guess, you know, Justin Fields just didn't quite pan out. I'm with you. I don't necessarily feel like I'm ready to say he's a bust just yet. Yeah. I, I think I think he's got a place in the NFL, maybe not with the Bears. Um, I'm, I'm almost thinking he needs a, a different offensive coordinator. He needs somebody to fit his style a little bit better. But, I mean, this is the NFL, man, and there are new players coming in every year, and yeah, you're you just, just not kind of – You have to do what Baker like, Mayfield did and just kind of – he went to yeah. Carolina – nothing he went to LA he had one good game in LA he did beat he did win in LA uh, a game but it's like eventually he found a spot and it worked uh um but I mean not every player is like that fortunate you know what I mean yeah I mean, Justin average... Fields has an arm he can run uh it, yeah like you just you're right you have to find the right spot for him the right maybe the right offensive coordinator um Washington could be a good spot because they need a quarterback I, I don't know if that's I mean that they're they're probably I mean, better off drafting a quarterback, but if you use those high picks to draft, uh, I mean, if we're going to talk maybe... about one, what do you think about the Broncos? That could be yeah, because uh, Sean Payton's not right. going to sit down and, and rebuild it. I mean, say that you know, go two three years rebuilding, or he doesn't want to choose that option. Uh, no, he's and definitely going to be looking for a quarterback. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't feel like that would be a, a terrible landing spot for him uh, based on his play style and everything. And, 
you know what I mean? Sean, Sean Payton's also got yeah, like a little sim- bit of similar to Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, Sean Payton's got a, a, a pretty good history with kind of raising quarterbacks, you know, like yeah. and, and getting, getting some good out of them. I mean, as much as I kind of like, like Drew Brees and everything, he was, he was a shorter guy. It was, it was tougher for him. And I think Sean Payton helped him with that. Um, and being successful, you know, once he came to New Orleans, you know, it was uh, yeah. not, not as easy going before uh, with, a, with, was it Chargers he was with first, I think? Yeah, Drew um, Bees. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, he wasn't terrible with the Chargers. But I mean, he wasn't terrible, yeah, but wasn't he wasn't working. He wasn't Drew It wasn't Ritz, quite you know. his potential, you know, yeah, and it, it wasn't necessarily his fault. Um, it was just, you know, needed to be in a better scheme and, and surrounded by the right players and coaches and that kind of thing, so. So, I, I mean, that's a possibility. I mean, there's also um, – I, I just got a few guys written down here. Uh, we can finish up real quick. I got Mac Jones with the Patriots. I can probably let him go. Taylor Hinkie with the Falcons. I yeah. think he can definitely be let go. And uh, I don't know what Zach Wilson is still doing with the Jets. So, just a, a few landing spots for possible trades yeah. for fields. Well, Wilson has going for him is he's only struggled and struck out with one team. Uh, somebody's gonna give him a chance. You're thinking, hey, and overall, what was he like? Number two pick, something like he was a very high pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that might be a landing spot going to to Denver or something. I don't know, but Heineke has shown success. I think he won't have trouble finding a backup role somewhere because uh, yeah, a number two role. Yeah, sure, number two role where your guy goes down, anymore. you you know your starter goes down, he can carry you a couple of games. Um, what was the first quarterback you mentioned? Oh, Mac Jones. He's Mac Jones. I, he'll get a spot somewhere just because he's know, so man. young, but he hasn't yeah. shown any success. He'll get another shot. Yeah, he hasn't shown no, he any hasn't. success in the NFL to like where. No, he like, just doesn't seem to get the flow for some reason. Like between him and Zappy, I would I would almost rather put in Zappy. He's got a little more kind of yeah. flow and understanding for the, the movement of the game. Um, Mac Jones just seems to, it, it seems like he gets hitched up a bit in, in plays and stuff. And he kind of misses his reads or misreads or something like that. It doesn't feel like it's been working for him in, in New England. And to be honest, I, I think that's been a big part of why, uh, you know, Belichick has taken so much flack. Yeah, the last couple of years is just because they haven't really been able to find like that right general to put uh, in the quarterback position to run that offense, and that makes it difficult. I mean, Tom Brady's no replaceable player, you know. Like even Tampa Bay thought they. TB twelve, but you know Baker Mayfield to get a little lucky, I guess. Yeah. Um... So, Zach Wilson's been, you've seen him have success, uh, but Mac Jones none. Like maybe somebody helps him, you know, picks him up just because you're like, well, he's had success in college. Like he's competent. Well, you know, maybe you can change the scenery or something like that. Um, yeah, I think Zach Wilson's probably in a better position right now than Mac Jones. Yeah, I, I yeah, I would agree with that. But going to be tough for Zach Wilson, too, just because, I mean, I'm, honestly, Zach Wilson strikes me as a, a young quarterback who is, like, afraid of his own shadow. He yeah. he gets 
he gets real nervous back there after the snap and just doesn't seem to make good decisions. You know, it's, and I mean, it's, it's tough out there. I'm not trying to, you know, say being an NFL quarterback for any team is an easy gig, but yeah, you know, some guys are built for it. Some guys just aren't, you know, and it, it just, it feels like he, I don't know if it's necessarily that he just gets scared or nervous or if he just can't think in the moment or whatever it is, but it just, he seems to struggle to, uh, in my opinion, similarly to, to Mac Jones, but he's had, I agree with you, he's had more success than Mac Jones has had, so it'll be easier for him to get a, a second chance or at least a backup spot somewhere than, than it will be for Jones. But we're definitely in for some interesting moves in the offseason. Uh, yeah. Just kind of speculating and, and everything. I suspect we're not going to get any answers to these in the next few days because usually Obviously. people kind of back up on Super Bowl week and try not to make a bunch of headlines. Um, but, yeah, we're definitely in the coming weeks you're gonna, uh, going to dig deeper in some of these um, – possible quarterback contracts and whether they're changing teams or not. But guys, uh, that will do it for do it um, for the sports page today. So uh, don't forget to tune in to our Super Bowl pregame show on Sunday live at uh, 3.30. See all of us on there. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow on whatever podcast platform you listen. See you later, guys. Bye.